this episode of mental health we have our cast here honesty um we have a special guest here my good friend dominique is a um counselor and she's going to just enlighten us with her clinical you know background so the question of today is what do we feel like or why is there a stigma behind therapy in the black community okay and when you say stigma what exactly do you mean why do you like why do you feel like black people us like we just don't go to therapy or like what is what is it like yeah therapy? like and address our mental health issues because clearly we are we have them so why is it such a problem for us to go yeah or address them because nobody actually even addresses mental right. illness in the black community yeah absolutely i agree um i feel like with that it's a lot of things that play into effect, um, meaning our background, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, about therapy. It really wasn't introduced to us. So, you know, most people know him as the shrink or, you know, somebody who you telling or the crazy doctor, the crazy doctor. Yeah. And it's, it's not that it's really just trying to navigate our our triggers and our stressors from our past and just kind of highlighting them and honoring them and then finding a positive way to move past it. So I like to go back to the question of why is it not really kind of enlightened or enforced or brought upon in our community i just feel like because we don't really know about it like we don't ignorance really know ignorance. Yeah. i was just going to say that yeah i just don't know about it so. for the most part i will say talking to a lot of people they try to act like black people is excluded from having mental health issues and that is a problem yeah. when we talk into our peer i say in our age range when we talk to our peers, everybody act like they just label them as crazy or somebody just lashing out. Or they just and going through something. Yeah, or they just going, going through something. Like, oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Instead of actually trying to figure out the root cause of what's going on in somebody mental, people don't talk about it. And that, address you know? it if you need to. If that means medication, if that means therapy, if that whatever it is that that looks that looks like right is what we need to do but i in my opinion i'm like i think that's well everybody smoke weed not saying everybody <laughs> on this panel I don't know. no that's what i said i don't smoke weed no what i'm disclaimer. saying disclaimer let, i don't disclaimer, smoke weed allegedly when i say everybody not the people on this the panel or what have you yeah the masses i think we self-medicate and so, you know, you have people, like I said, that smoke weed and alcohol and, you know, other drugs or what have you just Retail. to 
it's a feel-good moment like yeah, yeah i was just literally thinking about it the other day like i had stopped uh smoking as much as i usually do or whatever and i was in the car and i was thinking about like why do i smoke and then i had got into it with somebody and then i started smoking i'm like nah, i know why i'll be smoking <laughs> yeah, one of your triggers like yes, kind and of like calm me like down really but also mm-hmm. i know that i have bad anxiety i have anger issues that mm-hmm. i need to work out and smoking ain't the answer right it's not going to help me in the long run it's not going to resolve it's the not real resolve problem. anything yeah. it's literally a temporary mm-hmm. temporary fix yeah it's like, a band-aid because i'm still about to be mad after I, <laughs> yeah, I know yeah exactly <laughs> right Yeah, Yeah. and that also kind of ties back into like our family and like how what happened and what we seen growing up. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also another factor and why you know mental health is kind of not honored because we don't really we never seen nobody do it. No one do it. It's kind of like this is what we seen growing up of how to cope with it or Mm -hmm. how to deal with it. We never really kind of dealt with the issue from the root. We were kind of like looked at it to kind of like gripe, sweep it under the rug and keep moving forward. And we so strong. Right. And we have to be as black people strong to the outside. I don't want to so be So it's just no like more. our strong. I want to be soft. Like I want to be soft. I want to break. Yeah, we got to just like, <laughs> But sometimes you need that just to reset, (laughs) you know, just to reset. Black people, they label us as strong. Like, that's the We have to be, like, we have to live up to be strong. We gotta be this perception Mm -hmm. that everybody, and then when they see somebody, lashing out or having an emotional breakdown is like aggressive. Then we or aggressive then we get, or we being too now y'all emotional. scared. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or just any type of label was <laughs> being put on yeah. you. Yeah. Some you know, type of label point. was being put on us other than we have a mental right. disorder. And you know what's you know like kind of interesting that y'all say that is because now they kind of dig into a little bit deeper of like our roots and where it come from. Like with us going back to slavery and everything, we were had to be physically strong. Our mental was never really fed. Mm-hmm. So at that point, now that's like how we kind of pass down that generation. We meant to be physically strong, but not mentally. Mm-hmm. So now we out here, we, we good, good on, the, on our outside, but on the inner, we fragile. Toe up, we, child. We, we, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, we toe up on the inside. Because I be us growing as black people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because that's the part that they don't want to get kind of highlighted our mental health because we're really strong all the right. way around. Not we absolutely. had to be. We, had we to be. built a lot of these things out here. A lot of architects back in the day when we look at our like the hieroglyphics and just old ancient history like those people who drew and all like they were African American right. people. Mm-hmm. So with that that's kind of when it ties into that part. You know, yeah like, and I will say point. that she's so right about like we was built to be physically strong over mentally strong mm-hmm. because I'll be like okay somebody hurt my feelings words hurt me and I can say that and instead of me dealing with that I'm quick to be like okay well now I'm about to fight you like, <laughs> I'm gonna beat you up I'm gonna beat you up <laughs> and knowing that I'm physically strong but that don't at the end of the day just because I'm physically strong doesn't rule out the fact that I'm not mentally strong, strong to deal with what you're saying because I should be mentally strong to deal with it versus me resulting to violence. Yeah, right. Absolutely. You know, once we do the violence, then that coincides to now what happens after violence. Police get involved. Yeah. Right. You go to jail. It's a whole yeah, yeah, slippery now slope you, you know, from there. Yeah. Slippery slope. We get too old to Instead be fighting all that type of stuff. We can't. Yeah. Our bones can't take that. So <laughs> <we have laughs> you no know man, what? No just come on. more you mentally handle a situation yes. than physically. I mean, just absolutely. talk it out. Communicate. Hey, yeah. yeah. 
If you can't communicate, yeah. communicate right then, wait till it die down, come yep. back a few days later. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you mad yeah, at me? Yeah. Us is perspective. The, yeah, perspective on FaceTime. This is my mom. She don't want her hey, to be on the camera. Hey, auntie. Hey, auntie. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, so we're talking about... Put it we um talking about the mental health and the black communities and wow. why is it a stigma on people going to therapy or seeking going to help therapy or seeking help? What is your perspective? Okay. Oh, you ready for my perspective? Yes, now? ma'am. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, well, in Yeah, pray, pray about it. Yeah. You know, we don't seek help. We don't we don't want to go out there and get that type of help. And Ooh. then for black men, it's a whole nother world. Okay, <laughs> right. They get deep, deep. Yeah. Deep, yeah. deep. Yeah. Yes. You know, inherently as females, we will we're more vocal. Yeah, we most definitely gonna talk about some stuff. Right. They pride. It's the pride. But they're not only that. Men are taught like not to cry and be, you know, be tough, be strong. I think that's so unfair. This is and true. So it's like, how do we get everyone to, you know, to the point where we recognize that our community has been torn apart and that a lot of the root cause of it is because we've got, we're struggling with mental health on several, on different levels. And I truly believe that the infiltration of our community with drugs played a huge role in terms of the mental health that has just not been dealt with. And I, I say this to you also, because mm-hmm. I'm like, when I look at Gen, Gen Z and Gen, you know, the millennials and Gen 
Can oh, we just talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, you know, either you had one parent or both parents who was, you know, on drugs. I mean, that's that's the that's the truth of the matter. Mm-hmm. And if, if we have not dealt with what did that really do? What was yeah. those lingering effects? Yeah. yeah. What did that do to us? Me and my mama was having as this a conversation, community. and she was saying like. The fact Thank you, Auntie, you were, for your perspective. Yeah. Okay, so we about to get back into it. I will call you later. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your perspective and coming off to the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> All right, love you. Love you. Oh, yes. I kind of like want to highlight about so, everything she talked about. Yeah, before and she was it. also saying we was having this conversation <laughs> about. She was saying, you know, my mom is older, or whatever, and she was here when. Everybody started doing drugs or whatever, and she always tell me about how Auntie Vanita, Uncle Cece, made sure that her and Auntie Mo didn't get on drugs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they was protective of them, yeah. And they was even with them being on drugs and everything like that. She said they were very protective of them, and all the drugs that got dropped into it's not a thing like this is not nothing that nobody know about yeah they brought drugs into our community yeah and mm-hmm. had people on drugs for or sure. whatever like because that's how else they gonna get it's a way to control Literally, it was yeah, a way to control like you and know, weaponize it for black people yeah yes. so my mama was saying that it was a big effect and we and that people don't realize how that affected their children mm-hmm. like everybody being on drugs and we all came from parents that was mm-hmm. on drugs. It, they don't realize And then it trickles down. Yeah, yeah, it trickles it down. Some traits or some, you know, factors. Even if gonna... the person didn't get on drugs, like, say, because you don't smoke weed yeah. or nothing, you know, you. I'm seeing clear. Okay. Disclaimer. Yeah. I do not do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> say no. Crack is a And right is right and wrong is wrong. Which affected you in some of course. Kind of, some kind of way. Of course. You didn't get on drugs, but at the same time it still affected you. Yeah. Of course. Like it still affected us with our parents. Both my parents wasn't on drugs. I have my mama said rather go one parent or both parents. Mm-hmm. I only had one parent on drugs. But it still affected me. Mm-hmm. In some kind of way, mm-hmm. and we don't recognize that. Like, yeah, you might not be on drugs, right? But where did you come from? And I feel like mental health has been a thing for like so long, but like this year, it has really been like hit hard, huge. Like with social media and everything, like the people that's like truly like extremely depressed, like they going on the internet, social and media they expressing themselves before they actually commit like suicide. Because yeah. we didn't see yeah. so much of that. People mm-hmm. commit suicide and they reaching out to everybody and yeah. nobody not actually believing them right. or paying attention right. or anything that's going on. And then the next thing you know, everybody cries. Somebody saying, like, oh, they just want attention. Yeah, if they do, give it to them yeah, for a minute. We, we, we quit the water something yeah. down or but diminish yeah, somebody's feelings. Everybody quit the jump in after this person then committed suicide. Like, like, oh, I really like, like so sad. I'm really hurt that you're not here. Committing suicide, like, they doing it. Like, I've been seeing that a lot this year and I just feel like it should be talked about every day because especially for I mean for everybody but I feel like me as a first time mom like when you go through like postpartum Ooh, depression, depression like mm-hmm. that's, that is like so real like and I feel like the dads especially they don't be like understanding like 
the severity of mm-hmm. your know, depression when you like just first having a baby. Yeah. You got this baby with this baby all the time. The baby crying like that. It just mess up somebody mental. Plus, on top of whatever else they got going on. Yeah. With Do you self, think? You know, like with postpartum, I don't have any children, but um, like what helps it? Like family helping you out or do you want to be around people? Do you not want to be? With me having three kids and I'm on 27, you know, I had my first baby at 19 and I will say, I'm going to speak on something that I literally never talked about. I probably only told the twins, you know, I never really talked about it, but when I was having limit at, and I was living with my mama at the time. But at the same time, my mama wasn't a big help. She like, you got to figure this out yeah. on your own. And London used to be waking up in the middle of the night crying. And one night, I just wanted to smother her. And you don't understand why people... She did just, not smother the baby. I didn't. My baby is still here. She ate. <laughs> she is still living, breathing. But I'm saying, this is what happened when I was some 19. People be, some people... And you understand yeah. your frustration. Yeah. And mm-hmm. people do end up no, killing yeah. their you Yeah, why absolutely. You can understand it. It's not I like you can't. Yeah, I've yeah, always said that. Like, they be like, why they do that? You know why they you did it. You know why they did it. Like, they frustrated. They don't, right. they don't have... It don't sound right. They don't have no help. Yeah. And there's a lot of people. It's I have hard. all the help in the world. Like, from both sides. From my baby daddy side of the family, including my side of the family. If I call one of them and be like, I can't do it right now. If yeah. I call you, I can't do it right now. Please come get my kids. Yes. You're not somebody you there. Baby, yeah. But it's a lot of people out here that, that don't, don't have, have that, that support yeah. or cannot call and on nobody. And it may sound like so harsh, like so horrible. And, and you they, shouldn't have to keep something like that a secret. No. Like you should be able to express yourself without people be like, oh my God, Judging she is like you. so crazy. Like, yeah. we need to watch out for, for her to get her kids. Like, and, don't, I don't and that's the thing. Like some people have the same no thoughts. Like, it's just you can understand somebody it. else verbalize right. it or be vocal about it. It's and just it's like wild. yeah, it's like it's why you say it out loud? Yeah, like, why would you say that? But no, stand in your truth. Like I have went through this. I understand where you coming from. Like I am a mother. I I was a young mother. This is how like, I got through it. And you know, great eye. She bring I had her kids before we all did. Mm-hmm. Like and with me. At, her, I had my kid right after her. With her, I literally watch. She's struggling, and I'm and I'm there to me and Bria there to help her. Like I don't care what you going through, cry all day if you gotta leave your baby with me. I'm here for you. Like we gotta that be play a good that play a major part. Yes, people, people don't have that. Your village, your village. It takes yeah. a village to raise a child, and I don't understand why people don't. They be like, I can do it by myself. No, like why you want to? You know you want to break. You want to break. Everybody be like, why y'all want to break from y'all kids? Anyways, do y'all not understand? I'm taking care of somebody else. I gotta worry about somebody else needs what they thinking. You don't know what no baby thinking. <laughs> <laughs> a whole human. That's what that's why we said home. Wait a minute, Shanta. I mean, I wanted her to finish, but like, because my perspective of mental health, right? I don't have no children, but I have a personal experience. But I wanted to know what else you were going to say. Yeah. Before before I get (laughs) into Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Perfect. So after listening and just, you know, observing and gathering all information, with that, it's like kind of lack of knowledge. And that becomes like stems from it goes to our education. Um, if we don't really know how to process these things, right? And then they look at therapists like, oh, don't go talk to them, you know, their shrinks or blah blah blah. 
they are kind of educated to be able to help you navigate those situations and kind of how to handle them in that way, in that moment, to be able to have a healthy outcome. Right. Like you say, and when you go talk to these therapists or to a therapist like myself, you just have to understand we don't know anything. Like we don't know what's going on. Are we doing is what you're telling us? And once mm-hmm. we gather that information and we come up with a good solid plan that's documented and is proven, it helps just bring some ease to you. So now we are in those frustration moments. You have certain coping skills that you can mm-hmm. kind of go through go back to, to bring you down, bring your anxiety and everything down from a ten to like a one. Yeah. Those are things you learn in therapy. So and like for us with the black community, where they go back, so you know, don't go to them. They don't know what they talk about. They have a lot of tips and tricks to help you as well as resources. So now you can reach out to get extra support or mm-hmm. the, the things that you may lack. Now you can get opportunities to get access to that. And now it helps lessen everything as well as bring peace in your heart. So that's why I'm just listening. I'm like loving everything you saying because it's like everything you saying, a therapist helps you handle that. Yeah, You know what I'm break saying? And they don't know yeah. that let you help and break it down. And then it's not like, oh, this is what you should do. Yeah. Like, no, we that really this is just suggest a suggestion of how you yeah. should do it. And if you do it and it works it. out, Perfect. And just because somebody don't necessarily go through what you going through, don't mean that they can't give you advice that you can That's do. That's true. Yeah. That's like, true. The, everybody not, nobody in this room that went through the same exact situation. Right. Yeah. Nobody is going, but somebody has went through something similar mm-hmm. that you have. Yeah. Yes. It might not be the same exact thing, but somebody can tell you like, this is how I handle this situation. Absolutely. Or this is how you can go about this. You can give me some advice. Mm-hmm. If I'm coming to you like, I'm so stressed out, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, okay, take a minute. Yeah, because we're all looking like, at things through a different, different lens. lens. So yeah. even if I have not ever gone through that or anything similar, I can still look from a different lens and say, hey, this is what I feel like, you know, or this is what I see. Maybe you haven't went through it, but mm-hmm. somebody you know No, has. absolutely. And just or you can give a perspective just based off of how you feel deep mm-hmm. down in your heart. Mm-hmm. You might not have kids, but you want kids. Yeah. Exactly. So you know so, how um, that you're going to react when you do have them. Like you don't know exactly how you're going to navigate life when you have kids, mm-hmm. but also you know like I'm going to try my best at this situation so I can tell somebody else like maybe you could try these tips. Yeah. Maybe you could do this. Yeah. And everybody look at it like, oh, you don't got kids, so you can't tell me nothing. Yeah. I, I don't well, like that at all. Want you to speak on Shanta? I know we were. Okay. Okay. Alcohol. Yeah. I just want you to speak on. I know when before we got started. You were saying like, you know, what are we talking about? And, you know, I got stuff to say with this and so on and so forth. So, you know, I want to hear what you have to say as well. Because, listen, I'll be the first person to tell you. I have my be cools on standby. Okay? Because that's what I call them. Yeah, they they my be cools. And everybody be like, you got to be cool? Right, exactly. Because, hey, we need to bring it all down. Because I know, you know, like I said, Muka was saying anxiety and all the rest of that. And it's like, okay, so I... Snap somebody's neck. Let me, you know what I'm saying, break it down. But go ahead. Smoke before I go anywhere. I got to be cool. So my journey is my personal journey, right? Is yeah. Shit. He said, go on and cry if you're gonna cry. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. People, I don't cry, right? But I'm I'm such a big advocate for like therapy and I'm a big advocate for medication if you need it because I'm on medication but um 
So I've had anxiety for years. Like, I don't like going to stores. Okay. I don't like big crowds. I don't like stuff like that. It always okay. triggers something. I'll be like, am okay. I having a panic attack? Or a, mm-hmm. I don't know. If, should I, do you say panic or anxiety attack? Um, social anxiety, attack, but it's social anxiety. Okay, you have that fear of just right. going around, or just crowds. like uh, overwhelm. Like if everything coming at you at once, mm-hmm. and overstimulating like all day. Right. Yeah. So I was never like diagnosed, but I knew I had it. Mm-hmm. So um, when everybody started working at home, you know, COVID hit, and being in the house, seeing everything with police brutality, you know, you go down rabbit holes, um, and then just other factors in life. I was the I was a triple minority at my job. I was the one of the only black people, one of the only females, and one of the only Americans mm-hmm. in an engineering company that I was working at. Um, by trade, I'm a mechanical engineer. Okay. Um, black girl magic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was just really hard, like navigating this, and I would and I would tell my boss, like I'm having a hard time. And verbatim, his words were, I hope he never watched it. <laughs> verbatim, his words were. He's still your boss? No. Okay. I, I'm, a, I'm different now. <laughs> um, his words were, I mean, yeah, but like work still got to get done, right? Oh, and, wow. And I, even though you understand that, like you got to push past it. In that moment, you like, what's going on, right? So then um, on top of that, it was, you know, the whole imposter syndrome because I've been working with these white people for I don't know how long. Before that, I was at a different company. Um, a, a close, close friend of our family had a tragic passing, um, a drunk driving accident. Um, it was sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was. It was like, ooh, and this was all on the heels of like I'm waking up every day crying. Mm-hmm. I literally was crying every day. Feeling like my chest was heavy and everything. Like, I don't want to do this. And all I had to do was go down to my office, down the, the two doors down from my bedroom, mm-hmm. and start working. I was like, I can't do this. So, fast forward, I was off work for 10 months last year. Um, I am currently on an anxiety med and a antidepressant. Um but just going through that process and that journey to like my psychiatrist was like, I just want to, I'm going to send you back to work because I've never had somebody off for this long. And I was like, that don't have nothing to do with exactly. me. Exactly. And I it's a new case study. I literally went and <laughs> right. to my doctor's office. Like I went into my primary care's office. Like I just need help. I just need help. Like I laugh about it now, mm-hmm. but I was like, I just need help. Like somebody help me. And Come almost a year ago, so come like Thanksgiving time or last year, Thanksgiving into December, I actually was going to an everyday partial hospitalization program, mm. um, nine to three. So it was like a work day and doing like group therapy. It helped. Did it help? I'm talking about that side of my life. And it was, I, I didn't realize like. What you needed until you got it. I didn't realize because I was waking up still. I couldn't go to I, insomnia, all these things. And I was coming around like everybody. Yeah. I'm sure I, we didn't had a couple of mm-hmm. things. I would see y'all and I we would just nothing. Yeah. Exactly. Internally, this is what I'm doing. I'm like, Absolutely. Oh, you know, you put on this face and you put on Absolutely. whatever you got to do mm-hmm. to get through that, just that time. Mm-hmm. But at home, I might be in the bed all day. I might not have. 
I'm taking a shower that day. I might not. I'll, I'll probably brush my teeth every day, though. Um, <laughs> I, but it was just, it was hard. Like, because I'm trying to navigate what you're going navigate, through. You don't necessarily and know. I'm getting up and I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing? Because it was, I never, like, in the program, they used to ask us, like, on a scale of one to whatever, or have you had suicidal thoughts in mm-hmm. the last 24 hours? I've never had or thought of having the courage to kill myself, but there were definitely days, plenty of days, where I woke up and I didn't want to be here. Yeah. Like it'll be yeah. Yes. better than what I'm dealing with. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then the things that I felt that I was dealing with, I didn't think constitu- constituted me to be like, I need this help. You didn't think it was that severe, so but I didn't it was. think it was that severe. Yeah. So now I'm like, you know, sitting in this room and in these groups with these people who are like, I tried to kill myself last week. That's why I didn't come to the program. And I'm like, it's a spectrum. Yeah, I don't think I'm yeah. there, but I'm, I'm on a verge. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, and I'm thinking like, why, why, why do I think that my problems are this big? When it's when, people around you who's dealing with more. Right. And that's why I love the fact of groups. Because groups put you in a perspective with a, a whole different set of people. And they show you the spectrum. Who are dealing with more severe situations mm-hmm. than you. Right. So now it kind of gets you in that mind frame and taking a step back like, whoa. Yeah. Okay, my life isn't that bad. Right. Okay, right. I can work through what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I, you know, if I ignore it and keep moving forward, I know that this will be kind of the ram of where I will end up because I'm listening to my right. peers around me and this right. is what's going on. So now it makes you aware and then now it kind of educates you like, okay, something is wrong, which is the first thing is acceptance. I feel like once everyone can come to acceptance with therapy or just accepting that something, something is, is wrong, wrong, that's helps you. That gives you, the, that's that power and that strength to keep you to get to now, I need to get better because I don't want this to be this way. Right. So then I think that's why I'm like, the education part comes into it too once you kind of learn about it and just go through the path and I just want to like kind of highlight right now just the this the space you're in now from overcoming everything you went through because that's a lot mm-hmm. and then also kind of knowing the system of this world and how it's set up is also another big factor like with you going into that realm being the only black female in the engineer field that was just a lot in right. itself that was like powerful and you didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. But you just didn't understand at that moment just what you're up to. So what you're taking that 10 months off, I feel like that was really great for you to do because now it kind of steps you back to see, okay, I, I start, I got in what I'm doing, but now I see it's a little cutthroat. Mm-hmm. It's, they don't care about me. They, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now it takes a step back to kind of build you internally outwardly and, to be and faced you know what's what? to come. The previous company that I was at, I was there for seven years. And it was like a majority, you know, white males, but the, um, they were all like, they were mostly American. And then now, then I went to this other company that I was with for three years. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, all, do y'all talk English or <laughs> everybody got this really. accent or, you know what I mean? And it was, yeah, but also not to cut you off, but, um, I hate when people say that because it'd be like, you really are cutting off. Right. But, uh, you got to say, like, the whole thing. You got to say that. No shade. Not to cut 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 it was eye opening for one. Like, like you said, from building from the inside out and um, realizing 
what I needed, what I needed for myself, like what I need to do, what I'm still working on, um, where I'm I'm able to be like, oh, if they mad, it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah, because right. my piece is more important. Peace is more important. I commend you yeah. too, because that's, that's hard to do. That's what you yeah. needed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would say is that what I will say, just a little short in, intro, is that I'm going to say, is people tend to bounce back after two or three days. Like, oh, they were sad or whatever. But then it's like, I got to get back up. Mm-hmm. I got to get myself back up. I can't let nobody see me exactly. down. And that is not good. Like, at the end of the day, we're still dealing with something internally. Mm-hmm. I feel like that I've been going through postpartum since I had my first child. And now is looking up and my first child is eight years old. I haven't yeah. actually dealt with the root issue or the mm-hmm. cause because everybody expected me to keep moving. Keep, keep moving. moving. Get back and guess what? Me. You have to recognize your stressors as well yeah, and be able to do something about the ones that you actually can. Yeah. So I just yeah. recently went to my manager. I work in an office where I am the only black person like mm-hmm. in the department. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do home health care and do the intake of it. And it's a lot because it's like a lot of balls, like, you know, that you juggling in the Mm -hmm. air, you know, it's, it's the intake portion. It's the, you know, let me uh, find a nurse to go out and see. So you got to play this game with the nurses. Oh, you know, Kelly, can you follow the person or go and start the person? They, no, I can't go. And you know, okay, well, Mark, can you go and start? Yeah, I could follow, but I can't start. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like that sort of thing. But then if my manager called him and say, Hey, I'll offer you extra money to do it now people are available you know and yeah or you'll do all of that and then get a person started because you got you got 24 to 48 hours to make this happen because you got like a deadline and then you'll do all of that and then the nurse will go out and then send the person back to the hospital so like you did all of this you know what I'm saying? I'm like, start back at, at one. Yeah, to yeah. start right back at one. And like I said, you got this 24 to 48 hour thing once you get this referral in to get people out. And it's just like, you know, you got three, have like three or four different ways that referrals are coming in. Two people doing like a four person, you know, job mm-hmm. or what have you. And I'm just like, okay, I got this. I got RSVP. You know, we starting the podcast. SLK taxes. Where we're recording this lovely podcast. So building the house, trying to get, you know, that paperwork and stuff done. SLK taxes is about to come back around tax season. She's gonna do y'all she she get me together. It's crazy. (laughs) She pulled me from the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) And give me a couple dollars every year. (laughs) Shout out to (laughs) Pika. Indeed. But the thing is, it's like, okay, so all of those stressors. They're, they're there. It's nothing I can really do about those. You know, I just said to Maria, like, I may handle, you know, I may pass, like, some SLK taxes off to her. Shout out to Bria because she's been helping us at RSVP every weekend. Like, go Bria. She came through. Yes, exactly. up the (laughs) pay. The price went anyway, up. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but the thing is. Right. Right. But the thing is, I recognize like another position came up. Okay, look, wait a minute. My makeup in the do I need the fan? <laughs> look, but anywho, um, 
another position came up where it was like, okay, we came back to the drawing board because nobody could make it in our department. Like I said, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, we went through three people in two months. One girl quit. The other two got fired. One mm -hmm. got fired in the first week just because they wasn't able to, you know, keep up. Catch like I said, on, with yeah. this catch on and keep up. And it's in an environment where they don't really have a the formal training, okay, yeah. training because it's so much to the job. You know, you got to be able to come in there and sort of kind of jump in and yeah. know what you or either just kind of, you Act know, like figure it, it like out. It. You know, I'll figure it out tomorrow. So, yeah, exactly. So that's what it was like. I. I actually have been the first person that have actually, you know, it made down. it through the position. But then when she came, you know, and I was just like, I don't know. I was telling her like, well, no, I'm going to stay in intake, you know, whatever. And then so I was talking to, to Reggie, talking to my husband. I was like, babe, this is, you know, I was like, they, it's like they find every little thing to nitpick with, you know, whatever. I was like, and this is a stressor that I can actually control. Right. You know, like, hey, you know, I, I don't have to do this. Like, I can easily find something else or just mm -hmm. whatever. And I went to my manager and I talked to her and I was like, hey, you know, I that other position, is it still available? Because, and I explained to her the same thing. Like, this is a stressor that I can control. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily have to be here. Mm -hmm. You know, like my granny used to say, I was looking for a job when I found this. One. <laughs> so it's like, I can go and, and get look another, for another one. Yeah, and get and another position or whatever. Like, so feel... is this available? Mm -hmm. And so I ended up, and, you know, she was like, well, the, man the other managers to be back here on Monday or whatever. And I switched to the other position and I was telling her the young lady that I was working with she's been there for like about three years and like I swear she is like the CEO of the company or one <laughs> you know and so she's like very you know everything is just like this and nobody can do things the way that she does them and you know so on and so forth and you know how we are as a people we're like really direct and I told my manager that I said so she sit over there and she's slamming stuff and she's saying stuff and doing stuff you're not talking directly to me I don't have anything to say mm -hmm. to you but when you come at me make sure you ready because I'm, I'm coming guns blazing you know <laughs> but I'm gonna do it in a nice corporate you know way and then when I did right. that here she come crying you know acting like i was oh, why you make that girl cry for me girl i listen you was at work you know i was able to switch to the new job and when i said you made that girl cry i'm gonna get back to that but last but for the last week because i've been doing the position for like a week now when i say it's so less i'm just like I'm I'm in my office by myself. Nobody is bothering me. I don't really have to be bothered like that. I do my job and that's it. But yes, Ray Ray, I made her cry. That's therapy within itself. You yeah. identified what your stressor was, what your right. role was. Yeah. You got offered a position to switch to something better with you bring the stress down. So now it helps your anxiety. So like if we all like if we all kinda listen to all our situations, y'all all apply are doing it. therapy. At by themselves right. and don't even know it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I was like, once you go to a therapist and you kind of lay it out, and then they tell you a little bit of what you already kind of really know, you really know it's like a yeah. light bulb, like boom. Right. I was but doing this right. This but you know good. what that is? Is is the self awareness, self awareness, and and you paying attention to that, like because yes. not only with other people do you have to take accountability, ability, you have to take accountability with yourself self as well. So it's right. like. 
and like my situation. Don't sweep it under the rug. You have to address it. I don't want to be having anxiety, panic attacks where I'm laying on my office floor and can't move. Like mm-hmm. I literally was on a meeting and, and couldn't say nothing the whole crazy. 45 minutes mm-hmm. that I was on this meeting. Or you know what I'm saying? Like so, being mm-hmm. self aware yeah, to yeah. to the point, point where you're where like. I need help. Something is going right. on. Yeah. Um, I can now stop it. Everything. And I can now be like. Everything's. I got a home. I'm it. spinning. I'm and spinning out of control. Take the time. So yourself. So, you know, some people will say that's selfish. No, it's not selfish. How can I be of help to others if I can't help myself? Absolutely. Right. So once you stop and you realize your stress and what's yep. going on and you really say, you know what? Uh-uh, my life is stopping right now. I can't Wait, give no more of what I don't have. I don't have. So I can't sit in the meeting and know I'm not personally, internally hurting. Right. So, so I'm a, you gonna hold off because your business. What you say for you? But my life is it's more important. Yeah. So when you do that and then you come back, you good. So it's like yeah. rebuilding yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Outside, inside. I just took a mental health what day Tuesday and didn't tell nobody. And I laid in the though. bed all day. All day. I, I feel like mental health day should be. What you say? Real like I can't get my phone. Wait, we're gonna put on the bed. Wrap it up. No, what you about to say, girl? I don't be interrupting nobody. But I said, I was about to say, like, with my mental health, like, when I had my baby, like, it was like, I couldn't find a job for, like, 10 months. And I'm just like, I'm about to go crazy. Like, of course, I enjoyed the time with the baby and everything. But I'm just like, I'm the type of person that I go to, I go to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might quit, find a new job. <laughs> Read them quick. <laughs> look, look, look. Big, big fact. Big, big Read fact. Read them Opposite, yeah, like I, I am the total opposite. But wait, what were you gonna say, Bria? Like, what was? I still keep me a job or whatever, but I was like, I cannot find a job, so I'm just like, I'm just stressed out. Like my mental health, like I was like thinking to myself, like, don't be thinking you like crazy for real, cause you really just going through something. You just had my ear, like I'm. Then we just say going through something. But I mean, yes, if you got to cry, girl, go ahead and cry. You got through it, and you realize what it was. You realize what it was. Yeah, I think this conversation was great, but I do believe we have to wrap it up. As we wrap it up. Part two. Part two. two, Because mental health can can get a little bit. This is the honesty for real. Okay, what you got to say? So go ahead. Like, close us out. So, Dominique, why don't you close us out? Yes. So, I just want to commend everybody for sitting here. Y'all don't know me. Opened up for y'all. Sold out to me. And I just want to say, keep going. Don't let nothing deter you. Keep moving forward. Seek therapy. It's really helpful. Even if you don't go for a long time, go for a little bit, get what you need, and come back. And <laughs> it's going to work out. So I just want to say therapy is really good for anyone in need or just need help. Contact, reach out, have your support system, have your love system. Absolutely. Seek um, spiritual connection, and it's going to all work out. Mm-hmm. And that's all I just want to say. Therapy is really amazing. Thank and you. In our black community, definitely do it. We need it. Absolutely and I need cry. it. Okay. <laughs> okay. And cry. I'm going to quit a job within two out. days. I don't care if I don't <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look. And Let that's how Puka ended it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Look, we're going to drink that. Hey, cheers. Thank you. Thank you.